Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Unpack Your Bag Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Perks, and we have Chantel. Back want, again. Yes, back again. Do you want to have like a, a name or something? Or um, do you want to be just Chantel? Chantel's cool. You know what I'm saying? Because I have like yeah. my name. Because my name, Tony Perks, is like Anthony Perkins, but Tony is short for Anthony. Yeah, so you Perks, were able you know? to create a cool nickname. We yeah. just going to go with Chantel so, for now. What's your last name? Um, <laughs> I was like, um, <laughs> um, you know, if you know me, you know, if you don't, it's not your business. <laughs> uh, touche, touche. All right, Chantel, Shani, what's going on? How was your day today so far? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Left yeah. work early. I know. Yo, this lady uh-huh. almost got cussed smooth out today. Really? Y'all. <laughs> oh, Why? My goodness. So look. Today, oh, report wait, wait, cards go qu- out. Question really quick. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel bad about a cuss out? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. Almost always. Really? Almost okay, always. Okay, okay, for sure. Yeah. It's good. It's good to hear. You for have sure. good I'm, okay. I'm empathetic. I'll be like, okay, damn, yeah, yeah. you didn't have to you didn't have to call her all the bitches and hoes. Like <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to do her like that. Oh my gosh. Okay. Look, report okay. card day, we stuff mm-hmm. in envelopes, okay? Okay. And I'm doing it with two do of my homegirls, right? Okay. And one of my homegirls is, is doing something, and she kind of messing up the system that I had. You know okay. what I'm saying? And we laughing and joking about it. And then, insert person A. Okay. Actually, okay. yeah, let's insert person A, right? <laughs> so, and are we joking about it? Like, no, Miss Danielle's messing up. Or, dang, we got to edit that out. We got to okay. edit that out. Remind me, please, because I, <laughs> I, I will. Oh, you know, she was messing up the system, blah, 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 right? And we're laughing and joking. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, you know what? I bet you if it's hostile in here, did the person who the person who's hostile does her name start with a C or something like that? Oh, right. What? Wait, what? wait, wait, wait. Boom. How, why did how out of even get all there? the way out of pocket? Right, all the way out. I so mean, that just I'm, came from like left field for no reason. For though. no reason, you don't know me well enough to be talking to me like that. Not yeah, to yeah, mention, yeah. it's been a rough week, and I'm not wrapped too tight right now. <laughs> so you pulling on whatever thread I got, bro. Like she, I'm literally wait, like so she is. I just said that just out, of the blue? out of the blue right so look my homegirl her antennas went off and she started like trying to calm the situation she was like well actually uh, blue, blue, blue. <laughs> you know shout out shout out to the homies who know. keep you shout out know. to the homies who keep you from cussing people out but i'm uh-huh. sitting over there mad i was like it's only one person who named start with a c up in here so what is you what exactly <laughs> what is you, you trying to say what are like, you trying to say like yeah. i'm trying to figure out what she's saying if she got something to, you know <laughs> just, just bring it let's bring it like what do you mean i'm trying to figure out what she's saying right because you don't know uh-huh. me well enough to be you yeah, don't know yeah. me well enough to be saying stuff like that yeah for sure we ain't friends Spelling, like that. Especially not no passive aggressive type yeah, shit, right? Uh-huh. So my friend was in there like, no. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I was like, I need a break. And I just got up and walked out and like slammed the door. But this lady almost got cussed. Really? Move out. And see, it's a good thing that, you know, we know Jesus. So we don't have to do that every time. Yo, Jesus yeah. wasn't about to stop me from cussing this lady out. I'm going to tell you right now because the only reason why I didn't cuss this lady out is because my homegirl was in there and she was trying to like maneuver like she was trying to I, maneuver she knew immediately like okay she was uh, trying no, to maneuver like, let's just, let's just not she was like take up. the spotlight off of Chantel take it off take it off <laughs> like, take it off oh so you mean me see over there look yes! yeah you know yes! this is crazy yes! guys right she she oh, real blessed God. she did that because I was like I'll, only one person start with a C up in here so what is you talking about I'm trying to figure out uh, what you're trying to say like oh I was God. ready to go well up. Chantel it could sound like an S technically sh she knows just saying just she saying. knew what she was talking about i'm always in the benefit of doubt you know she knew what I'm she was talking gonna, about yeah okay. what happened well, when you came back into the room now when i came back in yeah, the room back, i put yeah. my headphones in right put my headphones in because uh-huh. first we was listening to music out loud and we chilling because 
you know Wait, at first was it just you and the and the person and then person a came in yeah and then it was like person so with the passive aggressive attitude comes in to a vibe that's already set me and my homegirls is in there you know my work friends mm-hmm. i got the music playing on the phone mm-hmm. we, we jamming and folded envelopes so so when someone comes up and does that and kills your whole vibe also makes you mad mm-hmm. what is your remedy of getting out of that mindset of being pissed especially when you didn't like resolve the issue it just kind of got pushed to the side what is your remedy i have to walk away my remedy is to get up and walk away and hope that it it it, it dissolves on its own and usually it will right yeah, not after to where I, after because it's really like a small incident it's not something where i gotta be like yo i gotta talk to you because what you said is woo, woo, woo. Right. It, that this particular instance it wasn't that big too tiny too small i'm gonna get over it we're not gonna bring it up again but mm. i already know like I feel you. That's what I do. Usually I need to, I, it depends on the person, but usually I need to like talk yeah. it out to see like, it, it depends if the, if the feeling is super strong, mm-hmm. I want to talk to figure out why this was said and For why sure. do you think this is okay and blah, blah, blah. And let you know how I feel. So next time this won't happen again because you know, next time it happens, this will be outcome a, you know, but depending on the circumstance, it was, you know, I mean, ultimately, it wasn't that big of a deal though. I walked, I breathed. I breathed. I don't think that was the correct way to say that. <laughs> breath. You took I a took breath. I took a breath. Of fresh air. Uh, you know, and I was like, all right. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. I went to go get my little, I got my little green tea out the refrigerator, and I was like. <laughs> to sip your tea. Yeah. Sip like, your tea I, I, mind just, your I sipped my tea. I sat back in. Like, I was just like, all right. It's cool. She was trying to be funny. That ain't funny. Um, she was trying yeah. to be included in a conversation. That ain't the way you do it. That's definitely the way. Um, you, don't, you don't go off by just talking shit. That's the one thing you don't, especially you don't know the people. Don't go in talking shit unless unless you're joking in a way that's not offensive at all. And you don't know me like that. And you came in hot. Don't know the situation at all. And you automatically assume this me. Yeah. Or would you, if you want to go in talking shit, talk shit about yourself first. Like make a joke on yourself to let it be known. Like I can joke. And then put the, you know what I mean? But don't just come up talking shit. My whole thing is you don't know me well enough to be joking with me like that. Right. A lot of people, um, I'm pretty outgoing, right? Like I'm, I'm goofy. I like to make jokes and stuff yeah. like that. So people see that mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh, you know, oh, we, can, <laughs> we, can, we can say whatever, bro." And it's like, no, 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 no. You can't. I don't know you like that. Now, granted, if we build up the relationship to the point, then yeah, you and the joke too. We could, we could all, we could all contribute to this. But you don't know me well enough, right? You don't know me well enough, especially this week. I've been like, um, kind of on edge a little bit. Like I have been like a basket case mentally. I feel like so. Oh. Yeah, what, what's what's been going on? Like, what's been, I, it's like, a long, I mean, for, it's, for, it's a long my, story. Minus the questions right now, but what, what's been what's what's been making you so on edge? It's a long story, but uh, so, it all. Short it, story. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it comes back to. What it comes back to is being or recognizing the things that have you in an emotional state, right? Recognizing okay. those triggers, recognizes recognizing those events, whether. Mm-hmm. It's childhood traumas that that find ways to come back because somebody said something to you mm-hmm. and you don't even realize at the moment how yeah, yeah, this, yeah. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. how this manifests or blows up your whole world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's being mindful of those triggers. It's right. being mindful of those traumas and then finding ways to maneuver through it. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you're faced with those triggers, you're going to have an emotional reaction. Right. For sure. And that emotional reaction is going to mess with your headspace because you're like, yo, I don't want to feel, why am I feeling like this? Right. Yeah, yeah. If you're in tune, you're like, why am I feeling like this? This shit got to go. This shit is stupid. Blah, 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 whatever, right. whatever it is. So it's being mindful of those triggers. Mm-hmm. Right. So that instance, like I already have 
I guess, uh, a guard up when it comes to new people um not new people when it comes to um me feeling like the problem right you know what okay. i'm saying like okay. you kind of go into something where something somebody says something or you play too much or you laugh too much or oh you know what so, i'm oh, saying so it was like it was yes. offensive it was like offensive to and, you but it's offensive to me not necessarily because of what she said although what she said was out of pocket but because right. i already have something in me yeah, right yeah that is going that's reacting to whatever me. happened such yes. another time in your life yes. right now it's like yes that, that trigger reminded yes. you again of like that feeling and what's like. in me is reacting to what she said right not necessarily necessarily what she said although we agree now there was some shit you don't say shit yeah. like that but you know it's it's hard because a lot of people don't even know that they have triggers that something like that will happen they think it's the person and not the situation that happened to you 10 years ago got hella triggers like it's it's hard to identify the trigger when you're mm-hmm. not even aware that there's triggers going on got hella you know? triggers <clears throat> it takes a lot of i think i think identifying the trigger is one of the hardest things because mm-hmm. how you have to think back to when this i have this thing i do in the morning when mm-hmm. i do my journaling exercise and i do i wake up and i feel a certain way i say mm-hmm. i'm angry mm-hmm. and then i'll say today i feel angry and then i think about what's the first time i felt angry and why i felt angry mm-hmm. and then i can identify if anger is a, a feeling because of hurt or because of sadness or whatever mm-hmm. but like you have to kind of trace back the feeling you're feeling right now where it came from it originally started but a lot of times people don't even know that it's a trigger don't even know it's from another issue they right. think it's just the person right and now they're not even thinking about how why am i taking the person there's things mm-hmm. that you did it wrong and you're wrong and that's it yeah and so i think it takes a lot of self-reflection to be able to identify those triggers absolutely you know and that i don't know, just it's, a lot of mindfulness important. you know it's important from a mental health perspective um we talk about the things that we went through mm-hmm. in our lives whether that be as children Mm-hmm. In our adulthood, whatever that had an impact on us, right? Yeah. Good or bad, our experiences made us who we are. Yes, 100%. And from a mental health perspective, we have to analyze those things, right? And mm-hmm. look at the ways that they show up in our lives now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because if, because for instance, um, I had an issue with low self-esteem, right? Okay. So looking at the way that that, that, that even though it was a childhood thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it still shows up now in my adult life. Right, okay. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the ways that it shows up are me feeling some type of way about being a problem, right? Right, right. Something in me, for whatever reason, sometimes I feel like I'm the problem, mm-hmm. right? The majority of times when something happens, I'm always looking at me because I'm like, I'm the problem, right? right? That's, a, that's a low self-esteem that comes up now, right? right? So see. when she comes in and she's saying like, um, well, I know the hostility is coming from a person with the name with the C. It that, automatically took you back boom, to that. Boom. Why am I the problem? Yeah. I didn't do shit. Right, you right. don't know me, right? Right, right. And you start tripping, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's not necessarily because of what she said, because it was probably a joke. Right. But it's the way that I internalize that. Right. That's a mental health perspective from a spiritual perspective. We're looking at it like, what's the root of that thing? Mm -hmm. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? We look at the ways that that the enemy has showed up in our lives and in our families. And we're Mm -hmm. always talking about what's the root of that thing, Mm -hmm. because it's going to keep showing up until we break the root, until we break the stronghold of the issue. Yeah. But you you got to identify. You got to find that. You got to identify. You got to identify. But here's the thing. In order for God to use use us and this is still a, a spiritual perspective um in order for god to use us there are certain things that he cannot use mm-hmm. right so he's got to break the root of it but in mm-hmm. order for him to break the root of it what do we have to do we got to go back and visit it right we got to be mindful that it's there yeah and then look at the ways that it shows up in our lives 20 years later right and you know a part of that too is like you get 
I think it hurts and you people get defensive because their ego is trying to protect mm -hmm. the part of you that's sensitive and soft, mm -hmm. you know? And like your ego is designed to protect you, you know? Mm -hmm. But it kind of comes up in ways that it shouldn't really be there. It doesn't, it kind of is detrimental to you because Absolutely. people will get defensive or they kind of act passive aggressive because they feel a certain way, you know? Mm -hmm. And you gotta like, th I think the biggest thing is trying to suppress and kill off your ego. Yeah. Because back in the day it was designed to keep you alive. But right. now it's like your ego is in, putting you in places that like you don't even need to worry about or yeah. have a problem with you know mm -hmm. and like i think a big thing is like trying to figure out where your ego shows up and how do you kill off your ego so you're not taking everything personal like 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 i'm not like i'm not that big of a deal like i'm just one person in the universe you know god made all of us yeah. but i am still one person i'm not god you know like I, I, it's not that big of a deal. Someone says it's Anthony not that not big God, of a deal. And I'm just saying, Take no, because no, like we we think we're so important at times. Agreed, like, oh my gosh, agreed. like you know, this is such a big overinflated sense of self. And it's like, yo, no one really cares. When at the end of the day, like no one cares that much except for you in the moment. Personally, yeah. Ooh we. Ooh, and that's we, hard not to do it's sometimes. It's hard. It's hard taking things personally. Is really hard because we we automatically want to put ourselves in the in the in the center of things. Yeah, but. I mean, even even if we go away, like you said, you went into the psychology of it a little bit with the ego. Like if we if we flip that and go into um, the mental health part of it all, like there are certain things that we'll never achieve because mm -hmm. we're holding on to too much shit. Yeah, you know that's where we got to unpack your on, bag, unpack, unpack your it, bag, unpack it, unpack it. Like, like that's what let it put it take it out the bag, take it out, leave it there, leave take it your there. empty bag and go get filled up with God and fill it up with something. But God for sure. Yeah. Um, if you're yeah. not if you're not a believer, I don't know. You gotta figure it out. But you gotta yeah. figure it out. <laughs> um, that's for you. Um, but yeah, it, it's 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 hard. But the psychology, yeah, the ego is part of it, and mm -hmm. I think a lot of it, it's pride too, which they kind of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. um, but it's very hard, especially. I mean, from my point of view, it's hard because I mean I care about how I feel. And, you know, I don't want to let go and just think like, okay, whatever, just get over and deal because like I still have those feelings, you know, Right. but sometimes those feelings will keep you held in a position yes. where you're going to be hurt or angry or upset mm -hmm. when you can just not care about it anymore. Why you we know? can't lead out of emotion. Yeah. Why we got to check that shit. Yeah. But you know, here's it, the thing. When you unpack your bag, mm -hmm. like when you really unpack <laughs> your bag, uh -huh. like you really, really, really unpack your bag and yeah. you start bringing out shit from like. Years 20 ago, years ago when you were like that seven years old webs on it and yeah. five and six years old and you really unpack your bag mm -hmm. be careful yeah be careful it, i mean it's be it's, careful it's good but it hurts because you got to relive the situation oh it's terrible you got to relive it, it and go through it and then like deal it's with terrible. it terrible yeah you got to deal with it and you got to face it head on yeah you got to face it head on and that's not easy and that goes back to the story you're it's talking not. about with um because the, the minute the you milk. unpack the bag you yeah. want to start putting oh no i didn't think it was this bad no nope. oh, uh -uh. uh -uh. i got so many more Matter problems fact, that can go back in the bag jesus you know let's put that back in the bag jesus there's so many times where i've like identified stuff and i'm just like geez i have so many more problems than i even thought i had Bruh. i'm like i'm fucked up like loki like everything looks fine I'm but loki i got a lot of shit i'm dealing with in my head like you know whole and, basket case i mean it sounds good to unpack your bag but it is there's a whole nother side of the caveat is like well you got to deal with the problems you unpack now mm -hmm. like it's cool get it out you got to deal you gotta with deal the with problems it. And then, you then when you're done doing it then you can put in something else or you mm -hmm. can put it back in the bag and you'll be in the same position mm -hmm. you know and that's where it's like Gosh, it's it's tough. And then you could be lighter. And then you could be lighter. Yeah, you, you be feel lighter. you feel better when you actually deal with it. But it takes Ooh. it's a process to deal Safrina. with it. Safrina, 
And it's then, a process. Like, let's not even say, like, the stuff, like, from childhood 20 years ago. How about the traumas we develop now as adults? Mm-hmm. Because we're all saying? we still go through stuff now that is like going to be a trigger for later on. Like I don't know if this is going to be Hold a on. pause it. <clears throat> okay, we're good. I don't know if this is going to be a news flash for anybody, but mm-hmm. straight up, life is hard. It is. But it's difficult. It is, but it's not. It's difficult. No, 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 it's no, no, not. Anthony. It's, it's difficult not. because you're coming at. I mean, I from my from my perspective, you're yes. coming at. You're constantly facing and dealing with things. Um, that that show up, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Especially if you are, if, especially if you're about something. Especially if you want to live your life with integrity. Um, mm-hmm. Do this whole Jesus walk. That's a whole nother conversation aside, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But the way sometimes the way you choose to live is difficult, right? Yeah, because okay, there are that. there are routes and there are things you could do to take the easy way out, right? Right. But those routes don't necessarily build integrity. Those routes don't necessarily mm-hmm. build. You understand I what I'm get, saying? I Perseverance, that. or I get that, or ambition, mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, and it's difficult. It, it is. It is. And I think, but like... But why... You just said it wasn't. Why is it not that hard? I mean, I just think if you change your perspective on it not being... It's not so hard to do if you just decide to do it and don't make an excuse about it. It's all about I that. mean, it is it is hard, but then it's not. Right. Because what's harder is living with regret later on. Agreed. So, if you just decide to do whatever it is that you're saying you're going to do now and get uh-huh. it done, it's like, you. let's say... um. Um, let's do, let me think of a good regret that I don't really have any regrets, but let's say you want to achieve something great in life. You want to be like a bodybuilder, right? Right. But then you decide, you know what? The easy route is eating chips and nachos and whatever mm-hmm, all the time, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it feels good right now and mm-hmm. it feels wonderful and it mm-hmm, feels great. Mm-hmm. But then 30, 40 years go by and you're at the end of your life and then you're thinking like, dang, I could have done so much more. And now you're sitting in the regret that you have that you could have actually been better. Yes. You could have done better. Yes. You could have been better, but you decided to take the easy way, which made your life actually much more difficult because now you have filled a huge regret. And, yes, and. And, okay. And. And. And what this brings up is this whole concept of delayed gratification. Right. Right. Like, in order for people to, in my mind, in order to achieve a certain amount of success, whatever it is that you want, Mm -hmm. you have to be disciplined enough to hold on to this idea of delayed gratification. Right. right? Mm -hmm. But it's hard. And this is where I mean where it's hard because the majority of the people around you are feel good now motherfuckers mm, yes you know what i'm saying <laughs> i didn't know how and to I, and i'm one of those people still like i they still do fit, i know they're feel I'm, good now motherfuckers right mm-hmm. and you like i can't like you, I, I that's not that's not going to help me go where i need to go this is not going to help me go where i need to go so if you're constantly looking at right and this is where uh-huh. friends come into play and making sure that your circle is tight and making right, sure you're right. around people that sharpen you and because big, yeah. if you are just chilling with feel good motherfuckers mm-hmm. then it's there you're gonna go backwards right yeah uh-huh. because in order to achieve any amount of success right mm-hmm. it has to it is coupled with this idea of delayed gratification i am grinding now mm-hmm. so that i don't have to grind as hard when later yeah when you know older, what i'm saying yeah, uh-huh. i'm not sleeping now so when it's time to lay on the beach i got that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah, uh-huh. you know what i'm saying I, I, I i'm broke I now I so you. that i don't have to be broke always it, you understand yeah, what i'm it, saying it, exactly but it takes you to have your purpose has to be strong enough to override the gratification yes because if you have it's to discipline it's, it's like it's like it, the goal has to be enough for you to want to do it mm-hmm. over the gratification yeah. like me i don't care about working out so me getting in shape isn't that big of a deal i just right. don't care as much mm-hmm. but like any something else is like 
depending on what it is and how I feel about it, mm-hmm. I would actually stop doing certain things to make sure. Yes. Like with even with the podcast, I make sure I put other things aside to make sure we this yes. is done. Yes. Because it's something that I care about. This is something I want to do. And it's hard to try to figure out. Balance it and day, all of that at stuff. At the end of yeah. the day, it doesn't matter. This is yeah. what I chose to do. This is what I'm going to do. And that's it regardless. Mm-hmm. But you have to get a goal that is emotionally attached to you where you want to do it. But that's the delayed gratification, right? Because we're doing this podcast and I love it, right? And mm-hmm. we want to see it grow. We want to see it do big, big, big things, right? Mm-hmm. But right now, Small mm-hmm. beginnings, right? Yeah, right, right. Small beginnings, sure. but what you got to do, you got to put that shit aside mm-hmm. to keep grinding and understand that nothing great is built overnight. It's not built in two weeks. It's mm-hmm. not built in three weeks. It's not built for a month. And yeah. the majority of the people that we're around, we can call them feel good motherfuckers. But the truth is, is they tried to delay gratification thing for a week. Yeah. Two weeks. And then it's like weeks, overbearing. And then it's like shit. Maybe even a year. Uh-huh. And, and they, they were like, fuck that. That shit don't work. <laughs> which, which I understand. Hell I, yeah. I get it. Because I still do this in Sony. I still eat bad all the time. I like, get it too. So shit. I, I get it. But I mean, you have to have a goal that's emotionally strong yes. for you. And like, because we, we can have the same goal, but I don't care about it. And you do. You'll go that far. And I won't. The goal vice will versa. fade though. Here's yeah. the thing. The goal will fade. Mm-hmm. And as you live, I believe that so many other things will be added on to your goal, right? Yeah. So many different brilliances will be added to your vision right. and to what you want to do, right? which is great. And that will fade, right? Right. But you know what won't fade? What? The work ethic. That's what true. won't fade is the way you look at your surroundings, yeah. right? Because the way I look at my surroundings, it'll never be enough. Uh-huh. It'll never be enough. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that's the way I'm built. Yeah, it's never I enough. That. I get it's that. never enough. I think right? I think that you if you can fall in love with the process of getting to the goal more than the goal, then you've made it in life. Boom. I think that yes. to me the I guess yes. my definition for yes. success for me personally yes. is if I can aim for a goal mm-hmm. but then enjoy the process yes. more than the goal yes. then I've actually made it. And that's because, where I mean you get yeah. I mean what happens when you get the goal? You get the goal and then it's like it's I got to figure out something one. else to yeah, do. Yeah, it's always going to be so another if you, one. So if you put a goal so high above your reach that you almost will never make it but you enjoy getting to there, like you beat everybody in the world. It's always going to be another one. That's you know? a great point. You know, because like it's it's easy to say like, I mean, I want to be a doctor and stuff, right? But mm-hmm. I don't want, I have no desire to go to school. I hate school for yeah, passion, stupid. you know? You know, but like, if that's what I really want to do, I got to figure out how to fall in love with learning to do with classes process, yeah. and le- learning, like loving to learn little stuff about anatomy, which I don't, don't really care, you know, but, <laughs> but you may have, you got to, and I take it with skateboarding because I skated for 20 years and I was mm-hmm. going to be a professional skateboarder, but then I had a kid and stuff, have life happen, mm-hmm. but I still enjoy the process of skating and learn new tricks to this day. Mm-hmm. Like if I was professional now, I would be the, I would enjoy it. Even if I didn't make it. Even right. now, I still skate to this yeah. day. So you got to fall in love with the process of where you're going to go more than the actual goal. And if you can do that, yeah. you fig- you're you in a new chapter of life that yes. you want to elevate yes. a spiritual yes. being. I, I, I'm, yes. I'm not there. Yes. I'm not there. No, that's my new but, chapter. That's my <laughs> chapter. My goal is to sure. enjoy the process enjoy and figure out how to enjoy the process. For and sure. that's what I want to do. Yeah, because you, you know? like Kobe Bryant. Uh-huh. I fucking love Kobe. Dude, I, I watched so many like videos about him. I, I didn't even know. I'm getting so, goosebumps, literally. Um, like me and goosebumps. But that's one thing that Kobe talked about. Like uh-huh. Kobe was like, he loved basketball so much that it was nothing for him to go into the gym and put up 50 jumpers, right? There's yeah, uh-huh. that and then there's that fuel to want to be the greatest, right? Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. let the individual accolades 
fool you. Don't let the individual accolades be the thing that you strive after, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Kobe wanted to win, mm-hmm. right? In order for Kobe to win, he had to be good, and he just happened to love. Yeah, he loved it. He, he just did. happened to love what it was that he was trying to be good at. So everybody going to the club, no, I'm going to practice. Yeah, and you know what's so crazy? Why he had this? He had. They had just, I think they had won the championship. Mm-hmm. And then it was like literally like after the, the, the interview, after the game. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you plan to do, sub? Or he's like, you know, I'm going to be at the gym tonight starting for next season. Like didn't even take a moment off. He yeah. literally won and then was like, all right, I'm going in the gym at 12 o'clock tonight. I'm going to be in the gym practicing for next season. I'm like, yo, like that is like true love the process. And here's the like, thing. That is like, I love this so when much. Don't matter. you love something that much? Like when you love something that much to what to to the point where you're willing to devote your life to it. Mm-hmm. And out of that comes this level of excellence that mm-hmm. in itself, that is I think that's the most inspirational thing on the planet. Yeah. That's the way that you reach people. Yeah. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Because uh-huh. people who don't know nothing about basketball uh-huh. don't give a shit about basketball. <laughs> uh-huh. They love Kobe. That's very true. They that's love Kobe. Right. True. And not because he was Michael Jordan. Right. Michael uh-huh. Jordan was the most athletic, the most talented. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. He he had the competitive spirit, yeah. right? Kobe Bryant had to work his ass off yeah. to attain that level. Yeah. You understand what and I'm he, saying? And he was crazy obsessed with the to game. To attain like, that level yeah. that Jordan had. Yeah. You know what I'm that's saying? That's true. And, and to love that, like that's, that is the ultimate test of the way that you live your life. I think that everybody in life, that's the most... You would be so fortunate. Yeah, if you, you can, if you so can figure that out and then actually make a career. something that you love that much. Yeah, you're so blessed. Because to me, it's you're like so blessed. me. I don't, I don't care so much about having so much money. Mm-hmm. I just want to be able to be comfortable and do what I enjoy doing. Like, yes, because I, I think about this. I'm gonna be working 40, 50 years, right? Potentially. Yeah. So if I'm working 40, 50 years, I don't want to work majority of my time being something I hate to have yes. two days of pleasure yes. to then five yes. days ahead. Like, yes. I want to figure yes. out to where I can grind for the next yes. five to ten years so yes. I can make it to where I can do the things I love to do all the time more often and then make enough money to where I can support my family and everything. Yes. We're good. Yes. I mean, I don't need to have everything, but I just want to have right. enough to where I'm good and comfortable and everything is... And I can do what I love. To, you know? Like, I've, I've said this for a long time. For a long time. From the time that I was in high long school. Long time coming. But I know. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But I've said Come this on. a long time. Is My goal is to live a life I don't need a vacation from. Man, that's, see? That's, right? That's the process. Right? Like, that's to, the but, pro- but, like, taking a vacation is like a chore. Like, oh, I got to go on vacation. Shoot, I got to. You know what I, I mean? I'd rather, I'd rather be like, here doing this every day. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I love what I'm doing. Granted, we all need vacations to, un- yeah, to yeah. relax and unwind and all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But. But to get to a point where I've, I'm so fed up, mm-hmm. I'm so frustrated, I've had enough, mm-hmm. right? The job is getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. The kid is getting on my nerves. <laughs> the family is getting on uh-huh. my nerves. I've had enough. Yeah, and even yeah. though I enjoy it, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. might, I might relatively enjoy what I do, but I'm fed up yeah. to the point where, what am I doing? I'm constantly looking for other outlets. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. Drugs. Uh-huh. Sex. I'm yeah. constantly looking for other outlets because this shit is fucking hard. Horrible. And it's horrible. It's horrible, yeah. right? So I don't ever want to be in that position. I never want to be in that position. Yeah. Ever. I don't ever want to be in that position. Yeah. Which is the reason why money doesn't motivate me. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If somebody pays me to do some shit I don't want to do, so what? I don't want to do it. Yeah. And no. uh, the money's not even worth doing it. No. Unless it's a very lot of money. It is a lot of money that might. Uh, 
No. I'm just saying for me. And even, and even, here's the thing. And even then, I got an exit strategy. Yeah, right? Uh -huh. Like, the reason why I've been at my job, the reason why I've been at my job so long is because as much as it frustrates me, is the same amount that I love it. Mm -hmm. It's 50-50 yeah. right now. Because you see a lot of reward in it's it. It's 50-50. So sometimes so the frustration is high, and then sometimes the love is really, really high. Right, sometimes right, right. it's like, you know what? I, let me go. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes I will I'll work on a Saturday. Uh -huh. Right? Yeah. Like, there was something going on this, this weekend, and I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll go get the food for that yeah, on a Saturday. Sure. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, if you need me to go get the food, I'll go get the food, yeah, right? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. I understand that the work is important. What we doing? Blah blah blah. All mm -hmm. of the, the 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 shit that goes into it, it's important. Yeah, it means something to me, mm -hmm. right? I get that. It's fifty fifty right now. Even even if you do things you love, like even like. Even with Kobe, like for like, he mm -hmm. still didn't like losing, and mm -hmm. I'm sure there's times where he didn't want to get up because he for just sure. decided, you know, yeah, you know. But it's like, even if you decide that, that you found what you want and you have your calling and this is what you love to do, there's always things in that calling that you there's, don't want to have to do. There's that still you need fatigue to do. involved, and you still yes. got and you still yes. have to learn to grow in that space. Yes, of knowing that you found what you love. Absolutely. Because even when I would skate and stuff, I would mm -hmm. film tricks, mm -hmm. and I don't know about so much about skating, but it's for the people. But like, I would film tricks, and it's like. You got to like mentally prepare and then get hurt and then go back and try the trick again that mm -hmm. you just got scared of. But it's like, it's also rewarding when you do it. That's falling you know? in love but with it, the process. But I hate, I hate when I get mm -hmm. hurt on a trick and I'm afraid to go try it. And I know I got to mm -hmm. go back another day. And it's like, it's just mm -hmm. terrifying to think of I'm going to try this again. But then that part I hate. But then the awesome part is like, I love the landing the trick. So it's worth right. it. You know, so it's a happy medium mm -hmm. of everything. If everything, there's a happy medium. So then that, you know? that begs the question. Okay. Will you ever be a hundred percent in love with something that you do? Whatever it is, a hundred percent. I don't think it's something you do. I don't think it's like something career. That, I don't the think way it, you spend your life. Will you ever be a hundred percent in love with that? I don't think you can be a hundred percent in love because there's always things that you're not gonna like. There's always things that come of everything that you're not like. You get a new car, but then it's like, oh shoot, this mm -hmm. oil change is like two hundred bucks now. I don't yeah. like that, but the car is bomb. Right, but that right, oil right, change right, is like, right. oh no, you know. Right. So like, I think everything is like, there is something. There are things that you're not gonna like about everything. There's always something you can find that you're not gonna like, and that's part mm. of human nature. We just look at stuff, and we have the tendency to have like a negative approach at things. Like things yeah. can always be catastrophe or bad, or you know what I mean. It's just the way people look at stuff in general. A part of our DNA is to be like look out for danger. So a part of that comes into like when you find you love the process mm. even if you're like an entrepreneur and you just love making socks and you just right you just oh my gosh i got it the gift again you want to take a meeting every single day at the same time right. with the same people talking about right. nothing the but things it, you know this little yeah it gets you closer to or it allows you to really do that thing that you love yeah that so, just whole mind flip i gotta change the way i look at stuff for sure i mean we and it's just it's it's a process you know yeah. i mean i'm still yeah. i know this and i still it hasn't clicked. I I understand intellectually, but emotionally, mm -hmm. yeah. still not there yet. Yeah. Trying to get there and figure out because I want to help somebody else figure it out too. But and I'm practice, not there. it's a little bit harder. Yeah, you know. But I'm learning it as I go. For you sure. Know, but it's tough, you know. But I love doing this. Loving though, the too. process, man. Loving the process. But there's a lot of things to do. Love skating is one. Doing podcasts is one. And actually, what I actually do enjoy more than anything mm -hmm. is having like a deep emotional conversation about like trying to figure out your life and who you are and right. help somebody else get better. That's why I really love. Okay. I okay. Do. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. I, I do it naturally. I don't even mean to. I'll start asking questions. People will like personal ask questions. Yeah. And like, I just met you five minutes ago. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to go that day. My bad. I just, I just want to start getting there now. Like, I was, let's just figure it out and get better. You know? That's, so, yeah. that's interesting. Cause I mean, 
I love a lot of things too that I like to do, but I'm mm-hmm. starting to think that maybe I've been waiting for a hundred percent, right? Like okay. waiting to love something a hundred percent before I like go all in. Yeah, maybe that's not tangible. Like maybe that's something that I need to change my mind about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's quite possibly maybe the something real, I need to change my mind about. Maybe the real hundred percent is really eighty percent. The real hundred percent you're looking for is actually eighty percent of that. Eighty twenty. Yeah. And maybe you're just like thinking like the hundred percent right. is really like I'm it's like hundred percent is like I found it I will never have a bad day in my life because I do what I love. Like that's like impossible. Right. Like, do stuff happens, right. people die, like right. you stub your toe when it's you wake up in the morning. They're fr- they're you know, natural you, you, frustration. You spilled your pot of coffee this morning, you know, but you're we doing what you love. Coffee. We don't spill coffee. Uh, uh, you, do, you do drink coffee though. Every day. And I've never <laughs> spilled I can't I don't think I've ever spilled a cup of coffee. Really? I spill a lot of stuff too because I'm clumsy as hell. Are you addicted but, to coffee? Ask everybody, everybody who probably. drinks coffee asthma, are you addicted? Probably. Are you, and I'm or, okay are you, with that. Or are you committed? It don't matter. Either way. <laughs> I don't care what you call it. You want to call it an addiction? I'm cool with that. You want to call it a commitment? We are in a relationship, okay? All right. All we all are right. in a relationship. Press both of them, okay? And press mine too, please. Again? You got to turn back on. Um, no, it's funny because my friend, my friend used to smoke cigarettes, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "Dude, why do you smoke? You should stop." This is before, because I, I used, before this I didn't smoke, and then mm-hmm. I started smoking, and then mm-hmm. I stopped smoking. But I was like, "Why do you smoke?" Like you know, and he was like, "I just like you." You know, I'm like, "Dude, you're not. You can you stop?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can stop when I want." And I'm like, "Dog, you're addicted." And he's like, "I'm not addicted. I'm committed." And I'm just like, "Hey, I don't want to stop." Right, well, whatever, bro. Like, somebody I had get this it. conversation with me about coffee. Look, I don't want to stop. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Uh-huh. I like coffee. I'm yeah. gonna continue to like coffee. Um, and and this is yeah. not this is not something that I'm trying to break up with. <laughs> me and coffee in a relationship. All right, every morning, uh, every single morning. That's right. I get it. Are you? Are you? Are you? You're not a morning person. Huh? No. Oh I'm getting better. Gosh. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I don't even know. I'm getting better. I wake up between like naturally like five thirty. Oh, that's early. Okay, what time early. I get off the bed though? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the question. You like five forty six o'clock. Oh, okay, that's not bad. But if you weren't if you weren't if you weren't working at a no job that had to be early, then where would you normally wake up at? Uh, probably eight nine. <gasps> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. late for me. Here's the thing though. Because I wake up early, I get tired early. I wind down at like oh, 10 o'clock. Yeah, uh-huh. I wind down around like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. <laughs> um, without See, an alarm um, clock, too. I don't have no alarm clock. By oh, so five, you naturally not wake up. Naturally. Yeah, naturally, mm-hmm. like a 5.30. I actually never really used alarm clocks. Really? Mm-hmm. I think your body just kind of knows like, okay, it's time to get up. Yeah. Uh. And if I have to wake up earlier than 5.30, which is my natural space, then then I'll wake up every hour until the hour I have to get like, up. Okay, I know. Okay, I know it's coming soon. Best. Three o'clock. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I do that because yeah. your body will know. Yeah. Like, okay, I, this is. I you can't need to oversleep. Be I can't. I can't, you can't oversleep, uh-huh, right? And naturally, uh-huh. five thirty is like later. Like if I have to catch a flight or something, I got to uh-huh. be up. Um, I'll be like, <laughs> right. <laughs> so you mean how how many hours do you need to sleep though? Roughly, would you say eight? Really? Eight ish. Oh, okay. Any less than eight. I'm gonna you be can't mean. function that really? No, I can function. I can function. I can function. Yeah, but you I'm have to force tired. yourself. Uh, I'm be tired. And here's the thing: I used to be such a great sleeper. I used really? to be a great sleeper, and sometimes I still am. Right? Mm-hmm. Like if I don't have nothing to do and you leave me alone uh-huh. for a good period of time, I might be asleep. Like I learned this on really? vacation. Oh, you can just fall asleep whenever. Last time I was in, on vacation <laughs> in Mexico, I took hella naps. Oh, was it on the cruise? No. A different time? No. Okay. Yeah, when I went to Mexico uh, with uh-huh. one of my friends for her birthday. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, We take 
uh, a boat out to the snorkeling spot. Uh-huh. I'm sleep on the boat. Okay. We <laughs> we get off the boat. How are you and there's like a private. The that's way we're, too stressful. Like I don't know. This like granted, over. I'm not like knocked out drooling, but like <laughs> but you, but I, just, I got like a little 15 minute nap in. Really? Uh, yes. If can you can you take like two minute power naps or like five minute power naps and then go back and be cool? No. Really? Three hours. No. That's nuts. No. I, I, like, literally, I don't. When I get tired, I don't even need to sleep. I need to rest for like three minutes with no movement, mm-hmm. and then I'm energized. No. It's the weirdest thing. Like no. I can take a like, five minute power nap, and I'm good to go. No. Like it's almost hit. like it's almost like the world was on pause for 15 minutes, and however <laughs> I felt, <laughs> like when, my, when I take my naps like yeah, that, yeah. whatever I felt prior to the 15 minutes is how is how I'm gonna feel after the 15 really? minutes. If I wasn't super tired, but I was just bored uh-huh. and, and I fell asleep, really? which happens, <laughs> then I'll just wake up like, all right, what are we doing See, now? I've never been able to if sleep I was on sleepy uh-huh. or something. Like I can't sleep on command, but. I have you pr- most probably since I've been in to. college. Since uh-huh. I've been in college, because when I was in college, I would have like you know an hour, two hour breaks between classes, mm-hmm. right? And I live like forty five minutes away from the school, yeah. so I'm not going home. Yeah, for them sure. car naps, <laughs> bruh. Them car naps. I, I love a good car nap. I, I, I love honestly, a good car I will nap. Say, what puts me to sleep right away is when I ride in the car with air condition on. I'm, I'm out. Every single time air conditioning's on, mm-hmm. I can sleep any... I'm not even tired. I can drink mm-hmm. coffee. Air conditioning's on, and I can go to sleep. Really? Anytime, anytime the air's on. Since I've been a kid, I don't know why. Air conditioning's on, I'm just like... Knocked huh. out. Night-night. Huh. But I, honestly, I only need like probably four to five hours of sleep every day. That's I it? I think if I go more than like seven, I'm like tired for the whole day. Really? I, I can't. It's weird. I'm optimal between four and six. So you mostly. wake up early, and you go to bed late. Mm-hmm. I don't like people like you. Well, I don't like people like you that sleep in. I want to sleep <laughs> until eight like, or nine o'clock. Okay, like, that's not even sleeping in. <laughs> that is sleeping because, in for me. That's crazy. Yo, I could I could sleep now. Oh my! I would Ooh, be so I could angry sleep now if I don't have nothing on my mind. If I'm, I could never if I don't be have right, nothing dude, on my oh mind, my if the environment is right, meaning that like if it's chilly, I got like my thick blanket, yeah, yeah, or yeah. if it's hot, I got the AC thick on in my fan. <laughs> nice. Oh, we really? I, I could sleep. Oh now. my gosh! I could sleep. Even now. on vacation, even if I go party all night, like three hours, and I'm like, all right, Granted, the sun's up. It's I'm harder. Granted, it's harder for me <laughs> as I get older. Like it's harder. Uh-huh. It's harder for me to sleep, okay. mostly because I be thinking about a lot of stuff. Um, but it's so it, it gets harder for me to sleep, and it's getting harder for me to sleep that long. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so you think a lot I of night? Do a good nap. You think a lot of yes. night? Yes. Yes. Does it keep you up at night? Um. Well, do it. Does it? Do you write out your thoughts? And two, does it keep you up at night? I don't typically write out my thoughts unless I'm writing something specific. Right. Okay. I write poetry. Um, and all kinds of stuff. How long have you been doing poetry for? Uh, high school. Okay. Maybe a little bit before. Okay. How old are you? High school. How old am I now? Yeah. Twenty nine. Okay. I don't want to ask you that. Big thirty in December, folks. Hey, was Sagittarius? Nah, Stag? Capricorn. Capricorn? Oh, Capricorn. Thir- oh, you said dim- oh, dirty. Okay. Big thirty today. What's after the date? This- oh, day after. Okay. Oh, got you. Send, you know, you can send. Dang, because you get Christmas presents and birthday presents at the same thing. It's all on one. I, tr- I, <laughs> I'm so I feel sorry. like you're trying to trigger me, Anthony. I was like, I'm not going to answer that. Because <laughs> I, like right. I know somebody who goes He's to that trying too. Trying to trigger me. I, that's not. I'm not trying to. Hey, this? look. Hey, it's a choice to be triggered. Okay. He's trying to trigger me. It's a choice. Sometimes it's not. But you, if you know it, then it Sometimes is. Sometimes it's not. If you know it's a trigger, then you know the reaction That's is not. That's true. A, if you only, know, there you go. If you there know. you go. That but helps somebody else. If uh-huh. I know and you say it anyway, 
If I say you're I, trying okay. to trigger me and you stay on this line <laughs> of questioning, it's very clear that you are trying to trigger me. Well, okay? I was identifying as a trigger for sure. Or, to, you know, I was, I was making he's, sure. He's, sure. He's, he's pulling a mirror. I'm, 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 po- I'm poking. Me. I'm poking. You know, I, I got to do it. You know? um, yeah. So big 30 in December. I've been nice. writing poetry for a minute. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. mind is special. So when the TV's on. That's my favorite, like, mind-numbing activity Mm -hmm. because it's thoughtless. Mm -hmm. It's thoughtless. And I could just be like, hmm. But outside, when the TV's not on, can you just go into, like, that space of, like, mindlessness in general? When the TV is not on, then all of the thoughts will rush to my head at once, right? Everything from the day, from the way I talk to this person, to what I'm going to wear tomorrow, what you're going to eat tomorrow. Why does my stomach hurt? Like, (laughs) oh my God. Like, that's when my mind goes from here to here to here to here to here. That's so nuts. Yes. And and I'll focus and it'll flow around like that. And then um, I've actually gotten better because I've learned uh, grounding techniques. Okay. So I'll count. Okay. My breaths to get kids your mind kind of like get I'll your count my breaths. Did you go to therapy to learn these? Or did you just yeah, did you go to therapy? No, shout out to Power of Love, man. <laughs> hey, Eric Jackson man. Ministries, hey, bro. No, I ain't go to no therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Shout out to Eric Jackson Ministries. Hey, therapy really is conser- good though. Really therapy concerned with the whole person, but yeah, uh, yeah, Erica Lachey taught me the grounding techniques. Yeah, okay, good. So, good. um, identifying things in the room, but I can't because it's dark. Okay. So I count my breaths. But you always like touch your bed. Like, okay, this is a pillow. This is this mattress. Like my alarm, Mm-mm. my phone, Mm-mm. my head is attached to my brain still. Yeah. No, that'll that'll lead to thoughts, right? Like, <laughs> you know, you know, it's, there are it's, very okay. few things that don't allow that don't lead to thoughts. Almost everything can will lead me down a a, a, a trail of thought. It, it's so hard for me because like, okay, I don't I don't think like that at all, like ever. The Example. Only, the only time okay. I just scanned the room and I looked at that harvest bread. Do you really? want to know how many thoughts I had about the harvest bread before you started talking? Really? Yes, I have four. Really? Yes. Why is it harvest bread? Is that wheat bread? Why is it yellow? Like, is it the sunshine on there? Like, but I didn't oh want to go gosh. back and look at it. I had, like that, four, that is... I had four whole thoughts before you started talking. To okay, this okay. Guy. I would say that. Okay, I would say this. When when I when I would smoke weed, mm-hmm. that would happen to me. Like your mind my mind okay so normally how i am it's like if nothing's going on i don't gotta do nothing no thinking unless something requires thought mm-hmm. if there's no thought behind it i don't need to, then i can go blank at any time i want like we could be talking and i can just go and blank off and be in nowhere okay easily anytime i want but when it's so it's hard for me to like get like when people was like thoughts are here they're always there i'm just like yo just don't think who cares just you know let it go and me it's just let it go and it's gone i don't gotta think about it anymore but whenever whenever I would smoke, mm-hmm. then I would be like, "Okay, what's going on? I, okay, am I gonna go outside today? Because I, I used to live like at my apartment, so mm-hmm. I used to do laundry outside because mm-hmm. the thing was located outside. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, it'd be like ten o'clock. I'm like, okay, if I go outside, maybe the neighbors gonna be out. Then they'll talk to me. If they talk to me, I don't want to have a conversation wow. because I'm I'm under the influence. So I don't should I go out there or not? I don't want to go out there because I don't know it's how to. I don't know how to like interesting to me when how. people have this reaction to weed, right? Because it's fifty fifty. You never really know. But yeah, in the instances that I have smoked, it's the complete opposite. Really, it's the complete opposite. I'm that staring is at so a stare at a white wall and not think of anything at all and it's beautiful see i can only do that if i'm by myself and I, then but if any, anything requiring people 
or a situation where people will be there, mm-hmm. my anxiety is through the roof. I'm just like, okay, what do I need to say? Okay, they're talking to me now. They're talking. Is she smiling? Why is she smiling at me? Is she joking? Is That's she laughing? Should I laugh? Because I don't think the joke is funny, but maybe I should laugh to make That's her feel better. Okay, oh my gosh. So just, what, what should I do now? How That's do you pretend to be sober when you're not sober? Anthony, get it together. Smile. Just smile. Just smile. <laughs> You're smiling too much. I'm like, bro, I don't know what to do. Like, that's, but I get it, but it's hard because like n- my normal brain is never like that. It's completely opposite. That's my normal brain. But then all my friends are like that. Everyone who's close to me is mm-hmm. in that mindset, except for me. I'm yeah. the only one that I know out of everyone who's close to me mm-hmm. that is like this or just turn on and off. My normal brain is always thinking and it's exhausting. So it's how exhausting. do you even like deal? Like, I mean, because think about it, if you're having like, so think about it, if your brain is like a computer and mm-hmm. you have like 100% in the morning, by half the day you rifle through like all these dots that are unnecessary, your, your like brain power is reduced significantly compared to someone who hasn't had those dots. Um, what I will say is that my threshold for the things that I'm willing or able to deal with, mm-hmm. depending on what I've been thinking about that day, okay. will get significantly lower. Hmm. So, if you wake up throughout the day, everything is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but your mind is thinking that on t- your brain is constantly going on top of the natural fires that you have to put out that are just associated right. with day to day life. Stuff, yeah. Just normal stuff. That plus the way my brain works, and depending mm-hmm. on how much shit I had to put out that day by mm-hmm. three o'clock, don't come in. Don't come at me with no foolishness, <laughs> right? Don't come at me with no foolishness. Like my I, threshold I get, I get is significantly that. lower. So today. A perfect example of this today, like I've um, been in a different headspace trying to figure some stuff out, constantly mm-hmm. thinking. So when she said that to me, my threshold was low for foolishness. Right, right. You understand what so I'm maybe saying? At a different, so it got a different day, reaction. It got an emotional reaction, gotcha. right? Because, because you're kind of depleted of withholding anything at that point. I ain't got uh, it. I you gotcha. know? So my threshold for dealing with stuff is, is significantly lower, um, which isn't necessarily a good thing because... But we're going to be judged by the ways that we're able to control our frustrations and the way that we're able to mm-hmm. deal and put up with things. So that's just a growth area for me, right. understanding that. So, but yeah, I, mean, I, think, figure it out. I think if you know, like, if you know that, okay, I know this type of day right now, at this point, I'm probably not in the best headspace to mm-hmm. deal with anything. Mm-hmm. If you identify that, it's good to know. So then mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, this this situation does happen yes. again or something happens. I know, okay, I'm in a spot that I know I'm, I'm probably going to be triggered easy. So don't yeah. react so much because I know I'm just not prepared to deal with but this in kind the of moment, situation. But it doesn't feel like that. In the moment, somebody say some stupid stuff. I mean, I know. I cussed on a nine-year-old kid. I know. That's what I'm saying. In the moment. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm, I know. This, I get it. This why I'm. This why I need help. Like, this why personal growth is so important. Like, I yeah. legit need help because... If somebody say something, you not like you may catch me wrong one day. Okay, like you may catch me wrong one day. Okay, I have, and, I do have um, a question for you regarding this. I'm gonna flip. When when you flip, is okay. So say like that happened today. I haven't flipped in a long time though. That's which good. Is good. That's it's very really, really good. good. Actually, I, I'm very given proud. Given that, that I've said that, I haven't really flipped in a long time. I haven't flipped on a person in a long time. You know, I've you. had hella venting sessions though right afterwards where it's yes. like i didn't hit it out okay. yes but that's yes. that's a very but that's good not really growth. flipping but that's yeah. good growth yeah so i haven't you, flipped in a minute okay so question is if you're gonna let somebody have it right mm-hmm. say like say somebody you don't like and you like i don't even like this person already but they push in my buttons to the max mm-hmm. when you, and you decide you if you're gonna go off you're going off mm-hmm. are you going to go like all the way off to like 
hit like hardcore in their core like mm-hmm. kill off every emotion they ever had about themselves good or are you like i'm just gonna hit you a little bit to back you off me um yeah. or it's like i'm gonna cut you where you will never stand i'm gonna cut your achilles and you ain't never standing again so it's a little bit of both depending on who you are it's a little bit of both <laughs> okay. depending on who you really? are and what are it's a little and depending on what our, our interactions have been like how much do you i'm like not yes and what our interactions have been okay meaning that like i've you know, don't talk to me like that. You know what I mean? Right, you right. already know. Yeah, um, okay. Especially if they know. It's like, okay. Yeah, it's like a history and this, and, and I don't, and it's not that I don't like you, but we don't communicate like that and we don't really know each other well enough to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a little bit of both. Gotcha. I will say enough, just enough to get you up off me. Mm-hmm. And if that hurts your feelings, if it's, if it's a little bit too deep, it's if a little bit below the belt, you know, mm-hmm. leave me the fuck alone. Got you. Now. But would you I'm go not, farther than that? No. No, I'm not. I will probably feel bad after, but I'm not the type that will sit there and cuss you out for 15 minutes. Uh, I'm not. It don't take that yeah. long. It really does not you take you that just long. Hit the two pieces and, and I you can got say two some piece. stuff to you without cussing you out that mm-hmm. will make you feel like shit. I don't even need to use cuss words. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, you grown. Why are you still messy? <laughs> Get out my face. Like, this is. I'd be like, well. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I'd be like, this is. I'd be like, we too old to be going back and forth with this drama. This is messy. I don't want. I don't want to deal with it no more. Mm. And then I turn around and walk away. And then they'll just. You be can walk away easy, huh? Real quick. Oh, real quick. That, that, the part. Real that, quick. I think that's the worst part. Is not even what you said, but the real fact quick. that you walk away with radical ease. It's like so. It just shows I, like I, I don't get. When it. I was a Fuck. kid, when I was a kid, I was telling grown folks like, oh, you can do this. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, like I would, when I was a kid, I would be telling grown folks, "Well, I'm just not gonna do all of this." I'd be like, "Do what you gotta do." Bye. Really? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the type. I to, wish. I wish I had that. You can't blackmail me. You can't hold nothing over me. You, it's, you definitely can't blackmail me. You can't hold nothing over me. Uh-huh. If it feel good, do it. And get out my face. Like, if you don't uh-huh. do it, we don't need to talk about it. Go do what you gotta do. That's well, true. I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. You can't threaten me neither. That's well, I'm gonna tell such and such. I'm gonna fuck that in my daddy. Can you start this over really quick? Yeah, we got like, uh, like 11 minutes left. This one too, please. Again, you got to start a baby. Um, dang, I lost my train. I was going to say something back so, to... Uh, dang, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, um, you can't threaten me. You oh. can't hold stuff over me. Yeah. It's not going to work. I, I have me. I'm, I, I'm very that. sensitive. Like Something like that will bother me until it's like... I, it, it will bother me. Like Oh, it will bother me too. But I got to get it up out of me. Like, I got to get this off of me because you keep, yeah, yeah. you want a reaction. So I'm going to give you the reaction the, that you deserve yeah, cause it. typically, because honestly, um, like, I'll, I can be cool, right? Like, mm-hmm. even though the lady was saying sly stuff with me in mm-hmm. the room today, like, I didn't, I didn't go you off didn't on her. You didn't, you I didn't, didn't go off on her. I didn't say nothing out the way to her. Do you understand you what just, I'm you saying? You just move yourself and exactly. then decide to come I, back You know better. what I mean? I removed myself. I come back mm-hmm. later, but I was pissed off, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would say, like, 60, 70, 80% of my reaction when somebody says some bullshit to me uh-huh. is like that, okay. right? Where it's like, you know it wasn't cool because the whole energy, my whole energy just shifted and I left. And everybody else in the room knows too. Like, yes. you're like they're like, you can see, yes, you can you feel that. it. You yeah, felt yeah, that, yeah, yeah. right? Uh-huh. So, like, 80% of my reactions are like that. Now, if she gotcha. come at me with some foolishness tomorrow or the day after that or the day after that, clearly you want something from me, so let me go ahead and give it to you. <laughs> That's funny. Let me from me. Yeah. Clearly, you want something. You gotta <laughs> want something. That's the only way. That's the only reason why she keep talking to me like this because yeah. she wants something. Gotcha. And I was nice, and I let it slide for a little bit too long. Now you done said the wrong thing for the umpteenth time. 
And now you, now you, now you, now you got to get it. Because me, normally, I'm like, when I get to the point of getting mad at that, I'm like, all right, I need to have a conversation. It's not like I usually, usually, not all the time, usually I don't tend to be like, I'm going to let you have it. I'm like, all right, I need to talk to this person about this and then figure out why this is happening mm-hmm. so it doesn't happen again. Because I think if I go off, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get the result I want in the way that I want it. Like, me, it's like, I just, one, I don't want you to even think that you can say something that's going to get me out of character. That yeah. That's overriding everything. Yeah. But then, two, it's like, I don't want to also, like, have to deal with me going off and then have to clarify what I mean and why I, sh- I could have handled it this way. I just want to be like, instead of doing all that, let me just pull back and let's have a conversation. Why did you say this and what happened? And then, all right, well, this is why I took it. And okay. then, da, 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 and, do, 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 and then we hashed out and then it should be good. And, and, then you still, and if you still, if you're still, like, Mm-hmm. We don't we don't vibe and you yeah. saying crazy shit. Mm-hmm. I just don't even deal, you know. Instead, that's just my thing because I don't know. I just hate having to go back and apologize. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to go apologize for something mm-hmm. I do. I feel like I going think. off is the wrong word because when we hear going off, you hear like a, a, a range of cuss words. Like yeah, I'm yeah, berating yeah, 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 you yeah. for five ten minutes, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. I don't go off. Okay. I can't so remember good, the last time I've gone off on somebody, but. There are things that are naturally within me that people will be like, damn, girl, that was rude. Mm-hmm. And it don't hit me rude, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, when it come out of me, it don't feel rude. It's not <laughs> appropriate. You understand yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? So then like, people will, straight, like, yeah, so people will pull me around afterward like, dang, that was, that was rude. You didn't have to say it like that, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I'll be like, well, that's what just, she, yeah, and depending on the situation, I'll be like, that's what she gets. She's been trying me forever. She lucky I didn't say woo, 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 right? <laughs> or if it was supposed to be cool, we supposed yeah. to be cool, and I may, maybe shifted the vibe and made it real when it wasn't supposed to be. Then at that moment, I'll be like, dang, you right. Let me go back and apologize for this. Right, okay, but okay. typically, the stuff that's in me that comes out of my mouth is natural. And like it's, not, it's so there. You know, it's not rude for you, so there's no problem. It's no, like, it's not rude for me. Like for me, it was appropriate, right? Yeah. People, it yeah. was appropriate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She doing some fuck shit. That was an appropriate response to fuck shit. Yeah, yeah. That was a stupid ass question. That's an appropriate response to a stupid and it, it ass question. And definitely put it put it in the vibe where it was like you made somebody particularly in this room an issue for no reason. Yeah, because when you're trying to like, what were you trying to? What was what was the point of that? What was your intentions behind what you said? And when you're trying to be a leader, you can't right. Yeah. When you're trying to be a leader, right? It it don't sound rude to me, but everybody else in the room is looking at you like, damn. Mm-hmm. Did you really have to say it like that? Did you mm-hmm. really have to do it like that, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're trying to be a leader and you need these people on your team to work with you, you need people to, you know what I'm saying, to yeah. help you reach a goal because you cannot do it by yourself, right? right? Yeah. So the fact that you need these people with you, you got to be mindful of the way that what you're saying is coming across because yeah, again to true. me that's it's not rude true. right because yeah. i grew up with a mom who has a who is very quick wit and you know <laughs> spicy repartee right so you know what i'm saying i know mm, that's true so if that's that's, true. that's what we speak yeah you know what i'm saying like that's how we <laughs> talk yeah yeah and so like and that's where some people don't you may not think it's rude other people will but it depends on person circumstance and society's like what they deem is rude or not now imagine this Right? Like, this just made me think of this in my teacher brain, my educator brain. Now, imagine um, the cultural differences that exist when you're trying to teach elementary school age children. Right? Mm -hmm. Because what they're seeing as rude or loud or disrespectful isn't. That's the way they communicate in the house. So when they come to school, communicate in that same way. These Mm -hmm. teachers, different background don't understand diversity mm-hmm. right don't understand and i think this is this a problem kid, but it's just a way of communication this kid is a problem child now and it's not even the case and he's not even a problem child he's a problem just, child now he's angry he's now. a problem dude because you're sent you're too they're aggressive now. right this little black girl is aggressive it's not the case she's angry 
Why? Because what you deem is aggressive is aggressive, or is it actually aggressive nature? Like it's not. When you look, because you got to look because at the in culture, their, though, also, it's, yeah. it's the cultural difference. Because in their mind, that's aggressive behavior, right? Okay, well, I but, know, but I, I do. This I do is just the that. way. Um, I was trying to think of a ghetto black girl, <laughs> but this is just the way that the black girl communicates. Right. You know, right? because I do, I do notice this with. So I'm gonna offend somebody right now, but there's there's African people, right? Say and it. Their cultures are so different. Like I had this girl in my class, and she was always like, she talked at your face, like mm-hmm. here, and she mm-hmm. was always like, telling you what to do, and like, and it was like, mm-hmm. you're in your space, you know? I'm like, yo, back up, back like, up I don't home. like people in my space. I need yeah. at least three feet. At least, you know, but she's she'll talk to you, she'll talk at you, number one, mm-hmm. and then she'll just talk in, in your face, and you mm-hmm. like keep back and she keeps moving, and she's mm-hmm. like, what, What's wrong? And I'm like, mm-hmm. Dude, you're rude, get out of my face. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, There's not rude, what do you mean? And I'm like, right. Yo, like, we're in America right now, like, right. you gotta understand, like, the culture here is different right. a little bit, you know, but I'm trying to be cool with you, but like, you gotta back up at my face, you know, and, and they it, don't get it, they just don't get if it. If we unpack that a little bit, then, then you ha- it starts with an honest conversation, yeah, right? It starts with an honest conversation mm-hmm. because the person is not aware how they come across, right? Yeah, right? So, the honest conversation is, hey, you know what. So typically, when we speak to somebody, we do it from a distance, mm-hmm. right? If you are this close to me, then I'm going to assume that you are being aggressive, even though you are not. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Right. Oh no! And then usually they be like, Oh no, no, like, oh no, disrespect, like right? Yeah, yeah. And then they back up really quick. And you're like, yeah. All right, great. So now that I know that for future reference, maybe I, I can adjust myself to certain yeah, things depending. Yeah, on I'm gonna go ahead and take a step back, and when I take a step back, you stay where you are, but I want us to continue to have this right, conversation. Right. You understand what but I'm at saying? At that time, I kind of reacted. I was more reactive. Yeah, because it's so aggressive. Like, get it's in my face, style. bro. Like, get in my face. Like, I don't know. I don't even know why you in my face. Cultural differences. I don't want to be able to we smell your breath that. when we talk. Bruh. I don't. Cultural I differences. Don't. We gotta unpack that. You know. You know. But I, that, so it goes back to what you were saying before of like mm-hmm. diversity and stuff and mm-hmm. like same thing. They just they, that. they think the teacher may think like they're a problem child mm-hmm. because that's what they identify as a problem, even though it's there's actually really no issue right. except with your own, own bias. But think about how detrimental it is to label somebody as a problem child, especially you're an authority seven, figure, an authority figure at seven, and then that label continues to follow them through high school. Yeah, off of, off of a, a misconception. Off of a misconception. You know. I and then it. what happens? The kid it. gonna start acting like a problem if you treat him like a. If and you, you keep calling him a problem. It says problem child, right? So then when you deal with him, you're going to deal with him from the space that this person is a problem child. You don't think he could feel that? Yeah. So what you he already thinking about that way you already so looking at him that act, way so yeah. now that he started acting like a problem child all it did was confirm yeah reinforce your own beliefs and bias from before your, the beliefs Come you on. already had about bro because right? of what somebody else and even this said has the propensity to change his life this is going to change the mm-hmm. way he deals with authority figures i.e mm-hmm. it changes the way that he deals with the police and yeah. everything else right yeah. and it's a trickle down effect because one white teacher mm-hmm. didn't understand how to communicate with the little black boy mm-hmm you understand what I I'm saying? It. And it I follows it. them. This mm-hmm. is this is it's deeper. So when I say that racism is systemic and I don't want to go back to that, that's what I mean by that. Got you. Right? But because it, it, it happens as early as seven years old. It, eight it, years old. And it's part of it is like a cultural misunderstanding. All of it. And I think a part of it is too because people like the all white people that are raised to believe that black people were this way, mm-hmm. but what they've been programmed to see every day mm-hmm. on the news and mm-hmm. on the media and then what their family member mm-hmm. might have said or what someone else said at the mall. And they and go into like, the classroom. And they go and they're looking at everybody that way, and, like oh, yep, and then they go into the classroom bad, with that bias. This, you know? Yep. And then Johnny don't want to sit down, mm-hmm. right? 
But that also goes. But then when you tell Johnny to sit down, he starts. Oh, I don't want to sit. You know what I'm saying? He starts to push you. Like, oh no, this is a problem child. But see, it also goes back for us because we can't think that everyone is racist either. Just because there are a good amount of people that are racist doesn't mean that we can just say because you're white, you're racist. We should until okay. Otherwise, that's terrible. But that's what I was thinking. Because it's like because what you're. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's like what you're saying is like when you do it, it's wrong. But when I do it, it's right. And it should be either it's either right. No, I got four hundred. I got four hundred years of oppression on my side, bro. I, I get it. I got four hundred years it. of being of being killed on my side. I get so it. So you damn right. When I walk into a room of white people, I'm gonna feel some type of way. I get it. I get it. Period. You can. I'm not that saying you have to feel it any way. But what I'm saying is, you just you can't automatically say someone's a racist if they haven't done anything to prove that they're I racist. I can't. But I can't. But I'm you not. You still think it. But I'm not open to. It. But I'm not open to these people. Like here's the thing. Until I'm walking. They prove otherwise. I'm not Marie Carr. I'm walking right. Uh huh. And right now, I've noticed in this climate with the social unrest, I'm getting two types of white people right uh-huh. now. I'm getting the white people that are extremely over the top mm-hmm. nice and go out of their way to say hello mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then i got the white people who looking at me crazy i got the white people who damn near like almost got hit by a car rosemary walking across oh, the hey, street tell me can you like, pause for one yeah. pause because I, I i have to end it well but okay press record again we'll end it up in the next like three minutes three four okay. minutes yeah, do the stream put the one two please um so continue really quick. Um, I was saying that I almost got hit by a white person crossing the street in yeah. Roseman with a big ass Confederate flag on his truck, mm-hmm. right? So like when when with that type of experience, you damn right. Everybody that I look at, especially mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. I, I, I have to proceed with caution, right? And the reason why I have to proceed with caution is because I have four hundred years of history on my side that mm-hmm. says that mm-hmm. there's like, a certain there's- belief system. That we are superior, that we are inferior mm-hmm. to white people. I understand that, and I don't have time to decipher the good white people from the bad white people because by the time I do that, I could be dead so or hanging if, from so a tree. So, if a white person were to do that, what would you say about them? If a white person would say, "Like me, before I don't know, let me fill you out to see, because I don't know what type of person you are," would that be offensive to hear, or would you rather them be like, "Okay"? It's offensive to hear because. Because? Because of the thought process that exists in the community. Uh-huh. Right? Which is that, again, black people are inferior. I get that. Or they're angry. And that is a stigma that's over black people. No they're superhuman. Yeah. Or they're angry. Uh-huh. Or they're violent. Or they're this. Right? That is already existing. That's, that's, the, that's what they get fed by the mainstream media. That's mm-hmm. what they get fed by the news. That's what they get fed until they see an alternative. My thing is just, why don't you treat everybody individually by what you know of them and find out for yourself? We should do that. I think that's what, that's what, that's what, and I think it it would take both sides. We should do that. But But it would take more of white people's side first. And and, and let me, let me me rephrase this by saying up until a couple months ago, Mm -hmm. right? I didn't feel this way, right? Robert Fuller changed that. Got you. Right? Mm -hmm. To wake up and hear about a black man hanging from a tree in my lifetime. That changed that. Mm Mm-hmm. It changed it. I understand. Right? So it's not something that, that you know, I would even say, you know, a mm-hmm. year ago that yeah. I felt this, this way. Months. Yeah. But. It's very recent. Robert Fuller, the man in Victorville, the mm-hmm. man in Atlanta, mm-hmm. the man in New York, the man in, I think Texas was another one. Mm-hmm. Changed that. Yeah. It changed that. And like, like it, this it is, changed that. And, and it changed that. I get that. And like, this is the reason why I want to bring this up because I want people to understand 
the full scope of this, mm-hmm. you know, from every single angle. So then you can make a better decision when you meet somebody at first. Right. You don't got to assume that they're the worst person, but you no. still got to operate with caution, you know, operate with you don't got to you don't got to assume they're the worst. Right. But still also operate in caution until they prove them that they're not. The you same is gotta, true. If know, I see a sketchy s- Asian dude walking down the street. For sure. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to act accordingly. Sketchy, whether you black, if, white, Asian. Yeah, if, I see, if you look kind of sketchy, I'm going to think a certain way until I, I find Exactly. If I see a sketchy so Asian it. dude walking down the street, I'm going to act accordingly. However, yeah. if I walked into a room full of all Asians, I would probably feel a little bit uncomfortable. I would feel uncomfortable too. But would that, but would that uncomfort translate into the same way that I would feel walking into a room full of white males? I'm not. It's a little bit different. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit different. different. Right, because the stigma is a stigma around black people and us in society. As far as I know, wasn't no little Asian man hiding under sheets. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, ain't no little Asian man identifying as Nazi lowriders. I don't know, maybe he is, but that's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. Ain't no little Asian man ever hung me, hung, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah I People of color, black people, black men from trees with mm-hmm. their genitals cut off in their mouth. That was done by yeah. white men. Yeah. You understand what true. I'm saying? This is very Like true. we got, again, when we, if we're unpacking stuff, we got to unpack all of it and yeah. where this stuff comes from. And even the worst, the worst parts, even like that, you know, imagine, like that stuff that is still history that we got to still Imagine waking with. up and seeing your father hung from a tree yeah, with his genitals cut off and in his mouth. That's crazy. That's Imagine crazy. that. Imagine waking up to that. Yeah. It ain't a damn thing you could do about it. Yeah, you just stuck in this you situation. You stuck. Yeah. You're stuck. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine I that. I get it. Right? Ain't no little Asian man did that shit. That's true. As far as I know, maybe I'm wrong. History people. I Holla guess we'll have to, we'll find out. We'll we'll look into that and see if there's any Asians in there. But we got to go. We got to cut this for off because sure, I know because we this always is, run long. This, we was, always this run long. Was, this is good again. But you know, I hope that somebody got value from this. I hope that you guys can get some good takeaways. And please leave some comments about what you guys think about this. Like you know, like what do you what do you feel? Like if you're a white person, like put your point of view. We were trying to learn and everyone figure this out. Black people, we need your support as well. We need to like come together as a people and really change America. And we can do this if we just come together. So please, you know, subscribe and comment and you know, join a, the conversation and have, a, and have a conversation with somebody you yeah, don't know. Yeah, like you let know? us know what have you a conversation. Think. Join um, join the conversation. Talk yeah. to us. Tell us your perspective. Yeah, all of that, man. It all Thank matters. You so just because. Yeah. You know, you might feel a different way. Holla at us. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Until next time, guys. Thank you for letting us unpack our bag. So you go and unpack your bag. Until the next time. Love y'all. Peace. Love. Love, Peace. Hair grease. (laughs) Talk to y'all later. (laughs) You can take it now. I'm going to leave all this.